Hello, listeners. How are you doing? Today is Thursday. Very, very special day. Well, you're listening to it on a Thursday. I'm recording this on a uh, Tuesday because I understand uh, I probably would not have time to record this episode. But why is this episode so special? Because this episode is my birthday episode. That's right. Today, as you're listening to it, 10 o'clock in the morning, today is my birthday. That's right. The old man now turns 47, three years from 50. And say I look pretty good, except for the white beard. And see, the thing with me is that I know a lot of people are like, why don't you dye your beard? I don't want to dye my beard. I want people to see my age to a certain extent. Because I lived on this earth for 47 years. Seen a lot, done a lot. Been a lot of places, got more places to go. But they just made this clear that I don't want to fake shit. See, I'm a real dude. See, I laugh at the guys that sit there and they put the little, you know, uh, paint on their face, cover up, you know, their gray or what have you. And we know your ass is old. We know you got gray. Wear it. Now, keep mine trimmed up. Best I know, I cut my own hair. I don't go to a barber. You know, my wife says, you need to take your ass to a barber. Maybe I'll start doing that. I just like cutting my own shit. I don't know. Just used to it. But I've been on this earth for the seven years. So, oh. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. This is a actually a uh, this regular episode, but it's special. And welcome to this, like I said again, welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. Perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Get a profile, start podcast today. I'm your host and the birthday boy, Kevin Nall, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, let me tell you about three sponsors that we do have and been with us for a nice long minute. The first one, the oldest one, is LSWorld.com, Facebook of the LS community. Go there today and get yourself a profile. The second oldest one is Eroticism Magazine, the new hottest magazine on the web as we speak. Go to eroticismmagazine.com. You can get it digital or you can get it paperback and mailed to you. And it has some of the hottest ladies from around the world doing freaky stuff in these pages. So get your monthly subscription today. And last but not least, and the youngest, as well as black-owned, ExciteBunny.com. For you consumers, a new place for you to get adult content from some of the hottest content creators, porn stars, sex workers, wherever you want to call, wherever you want to title it on the web. And it's a new place, better navigation. And for you uh, content creators, 90% 90% profit. While these other places give you 80%, 60%, 70%, they give you 90%. They only take 10%. That's better than fucking OnlyFans. You know, so, you know, be a part of a new wave. Be a part of the new heat. ExciteBunny.com. Whether you're a consumer, whether you're a content creator, 
get yourself a profile today. And um, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I'm talking about going almost two years. You can listen to multiple hot black podcasts giving you the black experience. And while you're there, get some shopping done. Is You have the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to shop G W District. Also check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com and also on the BGP app, which you can download on your phone or even listen to their radio station, SGP Radio, which they have so many different radio stations, but you can find me on radio, or SGP Radio, actually. And um, you can listen to it on your desktop, on your phone, or your laptop, or what have you. Download the app or just Google BGP app. So, this is my birthday. And I said I'm going to do an episode with just me. And I honestly don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. <laughs> so I know y'all listening like, oh, Lord. But if you've been listening to me, you know I come up with shit. And I've been doing this podcast thing now going over a year and a half. I've interviewed podcasters, movie directors. Everybody from the spectrum of the sex work business. I have interviewed influencers, all that. And coming from a place where I didn't like talking to people, I ended up actually love talking to people. I love hearing their stories. I love hearing how they got in the business, their thought process, and, and their business ethics, and the whole nine. And also, to know that I actually inspire people to do podcasts. <laughs> Never thought that I inspire anyone to do anything. You know, New podcasts have been added to the family. Shout out to my man Dallas Stokes, one of the realest niggas I ever met in this industry. And um, me, him, and Princess Havoc is going to be doing his podcast. He is now part of the Smoke This Over family of podcasts. And it's crazy, because I always talk about this. I never thought, well, one, I never thought I'd be doing podcasting. Nor did I thought I'd be doing porn. Actually, let me tell you what I thought I'd be doing. I thought I'd be one of the top rap artists or icons in the business. But things didn't fall that way. So, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> so, I mean... When I sit here and think back on my life, right, I think about the times where me and the boys played football at Ebenezer Church, churchyard. It was like right in front of my man Angelo's house. He was my best friend. Close thing to I had a brother because I only had sisters, you know, and all of them was older. We used to play football, whether it was uh, free fall where everybody tried to get the ball and they run and try to juke everybody. To score a touchdown, we'll get the most touchdowns, you know. Or we played big teams, or we actually went against other neighborhoods. That was crazy. We used to actually travel. Like I played at Central, take us other neighborhoods, and I also played football myself at, at Hillside High School. That was 
interesting. I mean, I was no starter. I had an opportunity to start, but I ended up getting injured playing basketball, which I shouldn't have been doing. And uh, I went to NC State University for about two years and a half. And I even went to Durham Tech for a second. You know. So, yes, I'm educated. Went to this program at Hillside, where this program called Overbound. I had I went to the one award when I went to Washington D.C. and got to go inside the inside the, the mint and to go inside the White House and go inside of of the uh, the Senate and the House and the whole chambers and all that. Man, that shit was crazy, yo. To actually see that shit in person. And it's funny, I don't ever think about a lot of things that I did up until this point in life. Because I always feel that I have like a boring ass, you know, that I live a boring ass life. I don't really do shit. But when I think back to what I've done, I've done a lot. I was part of a rap group that was mentioned in the source. And... I, and me myself was mentioned in Down South magazine. These were two nationally distributed hip hop magazines. I've opened up for top artists. I've thrown shows. I miss music. I mean, I still do it. Don't get it twisted. And what I miss is actually performing. It's not even recording. It's the performing. I miss getting on stage, seeing people vibe to my shit, and they loving it. Crowd control. I. I'll be like, you enjoy yourself? Are you entertained? And you hear him say, yeah, yeah. That's why me jumping the porn wasn't far-fetched. It's funny how many porn stars used to rap and still do to this day. I miss performing. And see, my thought process, it was nothing personal against anybody else. When I got on stage, I wanted to make it hard for you to come behind me. And if I was last, I wanted to basically blow the lid off the place. I wasn't just a rapper. I was entertainer. Still is an entertainer. I remember throwing shows to the local 506. I'm sitting here throwing shows, inviting all the, the top guys in Durham and Chapel Hill to come perform at the spot. Because I love giving people opportunities. Kind of like with the podcast and kind of like what I did with BC and Triple A. The whole reason why well, the way the game was set up was a producer that was mid-level. We were somewhere of a gatekeeper. What we did was we groomed the girls for the next level and help them build their own content, their own empire. Now, granted, like we always talk about and I always said the girls back then, they really wasn't worried too tough about doing content. They just wanted to get paid. That what it was about, just to get paid up front. Very few girls. And actually, it was the BBWs who wanted to do content, which explains why I have a lot of BBW content. Which, I told people, it's not by design. I mean, don't get twisted. 
I love me BBWs. My wife's a BBW. Okay, let's just be honest. I love a big girl. I was known for it. The boys called me Triple B, Bob the Big Block Baller, because <laughs> that's how we call BBWs back then, Big Block. You know, period. And, but it just so happened, them the ones that was wanting to find a producer and and to film and and put out their own content and get work. Just the problem is, not the problem is, the problem back then is the same as today, lack of patience and not realizing how hard this business really is and how much work it took. Because that's one thing I noticed about every last one of them girls. They complained about, oh my God, I'm not making enough money. I'm not making enough money. <laughs> I'm not making enough money. And I mean, quit. But every time when you tell somebody, hey, don't expect this to happen overnight. Wrong was built in a day. Y'all know the cliches. They don't believe it. They think that they that one is going to Skip the step. But they're the ones that don't even last long in the business. See, every girl that come in this business, especially back then, they thought that it was easy, just like now. But the difference was they was thinking it was easy to get into getting the paid gigs in it. And there was so many paid gigs you can get. and 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 also... A lot of them escorted also. So it was more of, oh, I'm doing porn. I'm doing content so I can get more, you know, clientele. Now it's, well, similar, almost damn near the same. But the only fans, the content, and everything else. So in this day and age, it's more, it's not about the crew. It's about being in a clique, yes, in some cases. But not you under a production company anymore. Those days are long past. I mean, now I'm a podcaster. Who would fuck it? I didn't switch three careers in my lifetime, and actually, technically, still doing all three simultaneously. But what's funny is with the podcast, and I actually built a network. Something that I wanted to do with Beats and Triple X, I wanted to have girls underneath me. I wanted to be able to throw parties and events and 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 all that good stuff. You know, I probably would have done the content house if I had enough girls to, and attract many of the top male times to come down. But yeah, the the hard part about when you deal with Women, especially in this business, especially if you're a producer and you're a male talent, is them believing in the process and them not getting in their feelings. And see, that's the other thing. A lot of people don't believe in the process. They, they, it's funny, like, I always ask this question, I ask people. When did it hit you that it was a marathon, not a sprint? Some hit them early, some hit them, you know, late. But at some point, it hits you. 
this ain't as easy as it looks. Even with the podcasting, it it's I already walked in knowing it ain't much money in it. Chance of you becoming a millionaire off of this is it is is slim, you know, because it's a new medium and 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 uh and it's people are still getting to know it and they they still trying to figure it out. Now they're starting to offer deals. Now you got promoters. Oh yes, that's right, the promoters. The same promoters that like do the Spotify, you know, give you the views and all that. Yeah, you got them. And you know what's funny? Them fuckers only do Apple. They only do Spotify. That's the hilarious part. <laughs> but what makes it hard is if you're doing interviews, you still have to depend on people having time. Now, what's funny is I didn't talk to more females. I didn't talk to the same amount of females that I probably didn't had sex with in my career. I sat there and sat back and I said, damn, I did 200 interviews. Well, actually, no, no I ain't going to say 200. Well, I might be at 200. Well, no, 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 not 200. Not quite yet 200. Then again, I might have done 200 because... When I think about it, yeah, it's very possible. Better than a lot of episodes, a lot of uh, interviews and talking to people. And I dare say I enjoy and enjoying my time with this podcasting space. I'm even enjoying talking to other podcasters and connecting with them, you know. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. 47 years old. <laughs> Remember the days when my mama used, used to make me a birthday cake? Yeah. You get grown, you don't get birthday cakes too often. If any. I remember birthday parties. Ah, now, nah, when you're grown, you don't get birthday parties like that. Unless you run out the club for your damn self. And birthday get-togethers and stuff of that nature. That's the thing about getting old. You ain't young no more. You're more mature. Life is different. More responsibilities. More things to on your plate, from bills to kids to your career, everything. But the one thing I can say is that I don't have too many regrets, if very few regrets in my 47 years so far. Is there things I might would have done differently? Possibly. But for the whole part, no. Nah. I think everything happened the reason that it happened and the path that it went. So, well, now, today is my birthday, and I was thinking about some things, a few things here and there. Mr. DeSantos, governor of Florida. Boy, Florida has been on a complete roll. 
banning abortion, can't say gay, uh, probably no telling what the hell else. Ain't just funny how the Republican Party is the conservative party. I always say this, I say as much as people want to claim, we're progressive, we become progressive. No, y'all are conservative as fuck. See, think about it. Why is it that they had such an issue with a black woman, Ms. Brown, becoming the Supreme Court Justice? Why they don't want race theory? Because if you notice, it's, it's really the Christian slash Republican conservative thought tank. It's like that. The reason why, because we are so beholden to these religious ideas that technically was not in the world before Christianity and not even the true meaning of Christianity. I always say that we have a God left a message here and our ass is just too dumb to see it and we fucked it up. You know, when you think about it, imagine some of the libraries that got burnt down in, in, in ancient in ancient days that and the, the knowledge that was lost. Then the Holy Roman Empire comes, and then guess what? Now, if you're not Christian, you're a savage. If you're not Christian, you're, you're, you're evil, and we should kill you. So these are the ideas that first started with Christianity now and manifested into the government. Because much they keep saying, we must separate church from state. No, they're both in the same. They're both in the same, actually. Because who do you think the Republicans get majority of their donations from? These churches, these church sects. Hold on. Even QAnon's thought process, their shit is based on religious shit. And probably majority of them would sit there and tell you, we want to see Christians. It's like. We still live in a society where we say protect women, but at the same token, want to tell women what to do with their bodies. We're in the same society where we say protect women, but we want to tell women how they should look with their bodies. You see the trend? See, I think that we always want to try to be conservative because independent thinking and thinking beyond the box, they call it liberal, they call it crazy, they call it so many things. But it's looking at things from a different lens. The reason why they didn't want this lady in the Supreme Court because they're afraid that we can't overturn Roe versus Wade, which for some apparent reason for the conservative sect and the Christian sect, they feel is their biggest loss in the world. Their biggest loss in history was not being able to stop people from having abortions. 
So they want to avenge that loss. These are the same people who believe in the big flood, but they don't believe in global warming. Which part of the reason why the big flood was actually made. Same people, they don't believe in aliens to a certain extent, believe that a higher being created us. Two people who populated the whole world. Any logic in that? See, I think it, the problem is, is that humans, we want to be heard and heard so bad that we're willing to believe anything in order to get heard. Now, I know what y'all wonder what that means. Well, let me break it down to you. I want to be a part of something. I want to have a voice. So I see that this, um, let's say, group is becoming popular. So I decide to join the herd. And, and, and now I'm a part of the popular group. That means when I tweet in a hashtag or at, it is it's paid attention. See, people always want to have control. People want to be able to tell other people what to do. That's where we have our problems. At. That's where we have our intersection. That's where the issues lie. Is that we want to try to control other people's emotions and thoughts and actions, but you can't. That's the beauty of being human. That's why, if you want to be honest, that's why God loved us, because we had a choice. The angels didn't have a choice. They were angels. They had to do what they did. We have a choice. And he loved us either way. But I'm not a Christian, though. Let's make that clear. I do not agree with a lot of the shit that's in the Christian faith. But I haven't had that conversation before. And I had to talk before, so I don't need to rehash all that on my birthday. But it seems to me that is, it's funny how the more progressive we claim to be, the more we pre, uh, progressing, excuse me, regressing back to where it is. Think about the voting rights. Look how Black men are right now being emasculated on national TV. Black women being the new the new way to lynch a black man, put him on TV. The new way to rape a black woman, put him on TV. We have Zeus Network ran by a black man. But everything on that motherfucker is damn near ratchet. Even though they do have some good content... It's rat a lot of it is ratchet and that what gets the news. Now guess what? Your rationalism got you fucking lawsuits. You might not even have a network after this year. Think about Jesse Smollett. Think about the, the, the different the Manusville. All of this 
is really emasculating the black man. Can the man of spirit make us look like we're Neanderthals? I can't have a woman make more money than me. I can't have a woman more successful than me. Damn it, I can't have a woman that fucks more than me. Uh, 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 I can't have a woman that wants more sex than me. Uh, 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 uh. Successful woman, she can never ever get married or, or have kids or, or have a family. The women, what y'all say? Well, I'm successful. So where do a man shows up in my life? How did he show up? Because he don't need to spend money. All these conversations is doing what? For the black man or the black woman. Or men and women in general. It does nothing. Because as much as we want to sit here and say control the narrative, let me tell you the narrative that we would be painting. We're painting that black men are now the angry black women of this of this era. The Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Now, now guess what? Ty Perry's going to make a new movie called Diary of a Mad Black Man. He can't have a freaky fantasy. He can't be submissive or, or have emotions or feelings. We can't be sexually assaulted. We can't we don't have a safe space, as everyone say. Where is the man's safe space in? The barbershop is not a safe space, because guess what? A man who is in the peg and he can't have a conversation with his barber saying, oh, yeah, last night, you know, my wife put on a strap on and, man, she got them with the town on my ass. You want to know why? Because his biggest fear is that that barber will think that he's gay. And technically, his, his wife, baby, just basically gave him a more intense Prostate exam, his doctor would have. No, black men don't have a safe space at all. Look what happened to Mano. Mano backtracked a fantasy that he had. His fantasy. Well, how is it that uh, he can get dominated by a white woman and he can't get dominated by a black woman? They asked him, what is a fantasy that he has? Oh, and by the way, it can't be race play. And I had this conversation on another podcast. It cannot be race play if they're both the same race. Smoke that over. Part of race play is to say derogatory shit about the person that you're fucking or you being fucked by. Okay. A black man and a black woman calling each other nigger, slut and whore, that's not race play. That's just, it's BDSM, um, that's just angry sex. Basically, that's what it is. Between black people. Race play has an erasure. So, yeah, it made sense for him to be with a black woman. And then when I heard what he said, it's like, which I even listening. He didn't say that she whooped him. He's coming in from being whooped by Massa. And she feels some type of way about him. And she gives him the poo poo. And within the time frame, she's calling him the N word. 
okay, what's wrong with that? Maybe because I do porn. Maybe because even before I did porn, I was a little fucking more open-minded than some of you sons of bitches that are so fucking sensitive nowadays. See, I think what the thing is, is that we have an image of what a black man supposed to be. That was told to us by white people. Because the, the because if you look at what a man supposed to be or what he supposed to do, it supposed to go across the board. But it was made by whom? White society, European society. This is what we consider a man. It's like, it's funny how back in Africa, men was able to have multiple wives. It wasn't even an issue. You feel what I'm saying? It was common. But if you said to an American woman, she would cut your fucking throat. Funny how we were doing that back in Africa. Now, we're doing poly. Now, females, if it's not a Full monogamous, it's an open monogamous marriage or relationship. Is that not the same thing they do over in Africa? But yet, y'all sit there and look at that motherfucker like, what the hell? That's some bullshit. Ain't no fucking way. Now, I do disagree with what's good for the geese is good for the gander. She should be able to play also, but that ain't what their culture is. Because it ain't about damn sex. See, that what y'all missing with them doing that over there. It's about the village. No different than the bull, that one bull that breeds with all them cows. Or the one rooster that you have in the hen house. You got that rooster fucking about 50 fucking hens. A lot of eggs. He's working. But see, but just like in the wild, the women, nine times out of ten, the female is the dominant. That's always the case. They dictate everything. Yes, they have the pick of the litter. Yes. They get dick when they want it. We get pussy wins available. But what the manosphere and what society is really showing on the black man end is that we don't even like our own we don't even like black women. <laughs> it, seriously. Because if you listen to the manosphere, the manosphere that really gets the most attention is the black the black manosphere. I never heard a white man say, you know something? Them white bitches ain't shit. I can't stand them white bitches. They're just whores. I need me a sister. <laughs> need me a black girl. She'll do me right. She'll suck my dick and lick my ass. <laughs> I need me a sister that's going to whip me into shape. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because when you have the king of spades, the queen of spades, y'all have an issue with that term. But I don't feel like discussing that today. See, the man is Makes it seem like all black men do not like black women. That all black men is going to jump and date a white woman. 
which to me, if 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 a man choose to date a white woman, that's fine. Me myself, if 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 I wasn't with my wife teacher, I might have end up with a white woman. Who knows? I might have ended up with an Asian. I might have ended up with a Hispanic. The point is, is it not to be with someone that's gonna make you happy? Does it matter the fucking color? Let's be real. Is I'm gonna tell you the wildest shit, and I got to give my man. Dallas Strokes, some serious problem. A black woman, the only one that can make another race. And I was like, I don't get it. No, because when you think of the mixed and they look mixed, it's usually black and white. Nine out of ten. If you you take a white and the Chinese, is it <laughs> you, you get me? They show you how powerful that melon is. They show you how powerful the black juices is. It's like coffee. Coffee's black. The more cream you put in it, the more the color comes up. And you get the color of coffee. You feel me? I just can't drink coffee black. I'm sorry. That's the nasty station shit in the world. But, and I, and I applaud anybody that do that shit. More power to you. But yeah, that would it seem that that's how they act. They hate black women, even with with Kevin Samuels. Now, mind you, these women do call in and ask for his opinion, and they want him to be completely honest. But the way he comes off, and the way and the clips and all that, he might be saying some good shit, but. The clips that get him viral make it seem like I hate black women. Why the way you think they came up with the high value man? AKA the rich nigga. To make men feel good that they can still compete and roll with women who are right now doing more than just being in the household. They're running companies. They're, they're, they're bringing home the bread. They're bringing home the bread and the bacon. And damn near, in some cases, cooking it too. But see, those are lame-ass niggas. Those niggas, they're lame as fuck. Because when you're with a woman and y'all together, y'all are one. So what's hers is yours. What's yours is hers. Oh, I get it. I get it. Hers a little bit more than yours. Then that should inspire you to build your shit up so you can be equal or better. It's not competition. It's I want to meet my woman halfway. I want to help my woman out. Not, oh God, man, she make more money than me. But she's spending the money on you. She with you. Y'all making black men seem so sensitive. Y'all make black men seem so weak. But yet y'all claim to be alphas. I grew up black exploitation. I grew up with the Cosby's. I grew up with Martin. 
All these guys knew how to treat their woman, love their woman, and respect their woman. Oh, and by the way, do I need to mind you? Y'all love Martin so much, you do realize Gina made more money than Martin. Let's make this clear. Claire made more money than Cliff. Claire's a fucking lawyer. He's a baby doctor. Look at the salaries. I ain't hear y'all sit here, but, but yeah, hold on. But all y'all motherfuckers damn sure wanted you some Claire, didn't you? Oh, she's the perfect wife. She this, she that. But some of you man spirits, she ain't the perfect wife. She's a successful black woman. She ain't supposed to be married. She's a lawyer, black woman. She ain't supposed to have a doctor husband. I want y'all to think about it. See, people didn't even think about that for a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Could they make more money? Do I, do, 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 do I need to go further in this? I want you to think about every black married couple. The woman nine times out of ten made more money than the man. Okay. Let's go there. Maxine Shaw and um and 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 my boy. Maxine was a straight up fucking criminal lawyer. Who and Cal Bark, what the fuck was he? Who made more money? I'm just giving y'all an example. These are the shows that y'all watch back in the goddamn 90s. These same motherfuckers that are doing this manosphere shit. They want to sit here and scream, oh, a woman that's successful can't find a man. But I just named off three motherfuckers that were successful, make more money than they goddamn man, and that motherfucker was there. Scooter with Queen Latifah character. Queen Latifah made more money. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm preaching facts. Y'all making us look weak, nigga. Y'all ain't making us look strong. Y'all making us look like a bunch of whining bitch ass niggas that don't know how to run their household because they woman make more money than them. Let me tell you, when I dated somebody that made more money than me, guess what? Yeah, she made more money. Uh, We're going to put that good money to use. Along with my money, we're going to get a house. We're going to get a car. We're going to get some clothes. Shit, hell, I done had a damn girlfriend pay for me and the boys motherfucking goddamn CDs out this motherfucker. What the fuck? What, what the fuck, dude? See, the problem is, is y'all don't know. Let me tell you what the problem with the manosphere. They don't know how to handle a strong woman. It doesn't matter if she's white. You just had a dude who sat here and did all these tweets screaming, I can't stand black women. He's a Nigerian. He got the, the, the boyfriend that got killed by the, the white OnlyFans girl. Oh, I can't stand. understand. I feel bad for him, and I hate that he got killed, and I wish they, you know, if she did do it, and Whatever she gets justice deserved. But let's think about this for a minute. He said he had trash black women, say he can't stand it, but guess what ends up killing him? A white woman. Not saying that 
it was bad he was dating a white woman. No, I'm not saying that. But you sit here and you trash black women, people from your side of the fence. And then you end up dating a white woman and you had more drama and issues with her than you had probably with any black girl you probably dated. And you're not here anymore. God bless you. Thoughts and prayers. This is what I'm talking about. You just had a dude that's a manosphere. He just sat here and shot people in, in, in New York. He loved because Kevin Samuels said Kevin Samuels the best thing to ever walk this earth. The manosphere, Uncle Ruckus. And then, of course, I hear about Cynthia G, you know, but trust me, she is no way even close to as bad as some of these motherfuckers that, that, that got platforms and podcasts. She said, man, we got to control the narrative and black men, we need to do this. And black men are doing that. And you got Dr. Umar. Brothers, donations, donations, donations. You can't date the white woman. You have to uplift your black women. Please send donations for this school that my ass has been trying to build for damn near five years and there ain't no school. I could have damn made a shack with the money that y'all gave me. I could have bought a whole whole mansion out of this motherfucker made the school with the money y'all sent me. Donations, donations. Have y'all not noticed a thing with some of these motherfuckers? Some of these motherfuckers want, even don't date black women. Or they, you think that they're gay or you have a question about their manhood. Uh, they've been divorced or they're single. And y'all do, oh, and like I said again, the loudness, I'm saying it in different ways, but the loudness of the few drowns out the truth of the many. Not all black men are like that. Majority of black men is not even close to that. So you got to understand that we want to sit here and say control the narrative, change the narrative, but we're playing into the fucking narrative. No different than how Zeus played into the narrative of black women can't get along, black women can't talk, they got to fight, they ratchet, they loud, they loud, they're angry. See, this is why also I do my podcast. Because I sit here and I listen to these podcasts, and, and shout out to Love T, she said it. A lot of these podcasts, all they do, especially with lip service, and I mean, all they do is talk about sex for the most part. Sex and music. Well, actually, more so sex. When they have sex workers on there, it's about sex. Sex, sex. That's why the podcasts I do, when I talk to these porn stars and these sex workers, we talk about their business to give you a different look. We know they fuck. We know they suck. We know they, they damn it, do game bang. Okay, then. But then y'all want to bring these girls on here and ask them these, these questions about business. But y'all don't bring girls that understand the business so they can ask the questions properly. And you want to look 
good and smarter than the girls that you have on there. That's why you put them girls on there. You'll never see Fresh and Fit ask for a Sarah J or a Missy Stone or a Pinky or a Cherokee Dash. You want to know why? Because they want to look like they're the brightest one in the room. Ratchetness, misery makes millions. Check out that episode. So, I'm done. I talked about what I want to talk about. I talked as long as I need to. I got another episode that I got to do. But this is my birthday episode. I wanted to come and talk to y'all. I want to say thank you to all my fans. As well as the listeners who has been keeping up. As well as the subscribers who have been keeping up with their money. Thank you. you know, And to everybody that has been on my show. That will be on my show. For, for my crew, my family, the podcast that we've been doing. And like I said, we got a rebrand coming. Miss Big Queen and the Porn Rap Star will now be known as the Sugar and Spice Podcast with Miss Big Queen and her best friend in PNC, partner in crime, Blue Flame. Yeah. Family's expanding. Did I think that would happen in year when I first started this? No. Did I think I would even have be co-hosting podcasts with other people? No. Would I think I'd be interviewing motherfuckers? Hell no. But that what happens when you just let let life go and leave it up to chance, to God, to faith, to destiny. That's why I said it, destiny, fate. It was meant to happen. It will happen. And when it does happen, go with it. And that's what I've been doing. And look where I'm at. So, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? Didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Smoke this over. (laughs) Happy birthday to Happy birthday, happy birthday to Bob. Happy birthday, yeah, Bob. Happy birthday, Taurus Harry Straits. Smoke this over.